rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What is up, guys, guys, guys? What's happening? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And, yeah, we get together as often as possible, always on a Saturday. We have a regularly scheduled time. Well, not really time anymore. I guess, I don't know. You guys have to let me know. Um, sometimes I can't do the show at 6 p.m., So, um, but is 8 p.m. a better time for people on Saturday night? This is, I'm not sure. Maybe you want to relax, unwind on Saturday night, but... Regardless, be that as it may, we we meet as often as possible, and hopefully this coming week I'll have as many more shows, and um, that's that. We we will do as many shows as possible. We will have a daily show at a set time eventually, as soon as we get enough patrons to fund that effort. Really, I mean that's basically it. This is a community effort, and. Um, yeah, this is the liberal media. You're looking at it. So thanks for your support. Thank you, Jim. I see Jim in the chat room already at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. And <laughs> thank you, Jim. I'll watch whenever. Yes, that's right. Thank you. And um, yeah, okay. Uh, where else are we? Oh, yeah. So SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, give the show a good review on iTunes. We are also on FYination.com, which is a another liberal network with um, original programming. We're on Rockfin. So become um, if you become a member of Rockfin, you can get, uh, get this show bundled with a bunch of other liberal shows, including Lee Kemp, Ron Placone, Jimmy Dore. I'm not sure if Jimmy Dore is a liberal. I'm not really sure, but, you know... Um, that's what it is. It is what it is. Who else? Where else? Oh, Verdant Square Radio, another liberal network, independent liberal network. So check that out. And if you're like me, that's how I spend my days. I, when I'm, even when I'm working, I'll, I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to, um, well, history podcasts. I love listening to political podcasts because you have to keep informed. All right, and I hope that you love listening to this show. I know um, some, hey, each one, uh, it's an acquired taste, perhaps. Who knows? Uh, everybody has their opinions. <laughs> There's different shows for different people. I enjoy Tom Hartman myself. I mean, he's a pretty uh, regular guy, right? A pretty um, palatable person as far as his show i mean he's a, he's a great person but he's also also he's more accommodating to the right wingers that's not me i don't have i don't have time for this uh, he let him do that he's he's patient he's he's got he's more spiritually evolved i suppose i'm trying but i i'm not there yet i i'm in the, i'm still in the anger i probably will be there be in the anger for the rest of my life because I've always been, I don't know, a little angry on the angry side. But you know what anger is? Ang and I've had enough therapy to, to know this. I've been told and I know it's true. 
Well, anger is sadness turned inward or outward. That's what it is. So depression is, is what, what is it? Oh yeah. Depression is anger turned inward, but that's what anger is. It's, it's actual, it's actually sadness. And I feel that truthfully. Um, I really do, especially in regard to this country. It's, it's heartbreaking to me given, I mean, I know a little bit about the history of this country. We all should. And more than just what I was taught in, uh, in second grade, uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, could not tell a lie. Well, that was George Washington too. Um, I cannot tell a lie. I chopped down this cherry tree. It's a little bit more complex than that. They didn't teach us in elementary school that Washington owned slaves, did they? No, I didn't hear that. But uh, I mean, I, but I do know a lot of uh, textbooks in this country, especially in the South. They paint these glowing pictures of life. Of, of, of the life of the enslaved population of the United States. It's vile. So today is June Juneteenth, and <laughs> truthfully, I went my whole life, not, not I mean, I was going to say without knowing about Juneteenth. That's not entirely true. I only learned about Juneteenth uh, maybe 10 years ago, but probably was 10 years ago, because... I know a little bit about. I knew what it was. I just didn't know the the entire history of it, and um, I certainly never celebrated Juneteenth. I never. It wasn't you know in my uh, my world, so to speak. So, and in my Buddhist practice, in uh, I I practice Buddhism um, in with a lay organization called the SGI, but we they they had a Juneteenth celebration uh, yearly. So then I started to learn a bit more about it. But um, yeah, um, it's this reflects the the just how. We've, it's almost, when I, when I go after the right wingers, it's almost not entirely, well, not just the right wingers. Let me, let me, let me paraphrase or, uh, let me qualify that. When I go back after average American people who have the potential to be normal, normal people, but maybe they're just not politically engaged. They're not politically, I don't know, they're tired. They're working their three uniquely American low-paying jobs. They're, they don't pay attention to politics. They don't think it's important. That's a whole other story. But it's almost not their fault because we've um, there has been a concerted effort to ensure that we never have the necessary conversations to have a more perfect union. That's the bottom line. This country is... Um, it, we we are a nation of immigrants. We were founded by uh, <laughs> through um, our founders were students of the liberal age of enlightenment, but they were also outright and utter hypocrites. So right, how is Juneteenth properly celebrated? I don't know. We'll we'll figure that out, Lee in New York City. <laughs> so one day at a time, we'll figure it out. But I oh, well, I mean, in general, I never nobody said, "Hey, happy Juneteenth," or. Throughout my whole life, what what the hell do I know? I lived on Staten Island. I was a you know I lived in a white neighborhood on Staten Island. Nobody ever mentioned Juneteenth. 
We didn't know that story. So, but that's what I'm saying. This should be a story that everybody knows. Forget uh, George Washington chopping down the cherry tree or for children. People should know this. And it also reflects the racist ass ridiculousness of this country because it wasn't it's the emancipation proclamation was years before and then there are people still being enslaved because of misinformation they weren't afforded the proper information of the truth what does this i mean what is we're still living in in that kind of situation we live in a country where truth is devalued we People pick and choose what truth they want to hear. I don't know. Whatever. The, the, the point is, um, whatever. What is the point? Happy Juneteenth. I, and we have a lot of work to do. I uh, And I just want to talk about, um, hold on, I'm looking at the time. I just want to, because on Saturdays we do, I have to keep it to two hours. So during the week we have more flexibility, but actually before... Wait, hold on, guys. I'm sorry. Bear with me. Okay. Before we really get going here, we do have a patron, and I want to thank our newest patron for joining the Tower of Us community, for taking that leap, for going to patreon.com and patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to, to sign up and support the show, to help the show keep going and growing and tonight's, tonight's amazing person, sponsor, benefactor, new patron. Tonight's show is brought to us by Matt Maffey. Yeah. Is it Maffey or Maffey? I'm not sure. M-A-F-F-A-E-I. Thank you so much, Matt. Because of you, we will keep going and growing. And uh, thank you for taking that leap and joining the Tarabuster community. That means the world to me. It means everything. Uh, I don't have... I, I can't even express how, my, how, how thankful I am and grateful for your trust, your support, and your encouragement. And your financial support, of course. That means everything, especially in these times. Thank you, Matt. We stick together. We win. Thank you, Matt. Guys, guys, guys. All right. And JD, thank you, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate. And thank you, JD, for your super chat. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. I want to... Wait, wait, wait. What is this? Luther, Luther says... Symbolism, smoke screens, and scammers on YouTube by the Black Authority. The government is resorting to symbolic gestures, yes, to distract Black people from reparations. It isn't working. That's right. That's the thing about this Juneteenth, um, the the holiday. It's great, but it's it's another example of s- substance or symbolism without the substance. The Republicans, of course. There were Republicans that voted against the Juneteenth holiday, of course, but Marjorie Taylor Greene voted for it. Could it be because uh, maybe she were, she got enlightened suddenly from her trip to the Holocaust Museum about the indignity and inhumanity of uh, of racism in general? 
Uh, who knows? I doubt it. I doubt it. But that's simple. It's easy. So now when they can go railing against critical race theory, something they have at zero idea what it is and and it doesn't even apply to the the schools it's a law school thing where they discuss um the laws that were created i mean it actually it's really it's it's we're living in critical race theory have the courage to to dissect and expose or just discuss it of course we are that's the thing that drives me insane, be, besides everything else. For example, like when Uncle Tim Scott says there's no racism, and I have to ask, and I, I want other people to ask him this question, the ones who actually get in his, in, his, um, in his vicinity and have the opportunity to ask these questions. So if there is no racism, if, if America is not a racist country, then why is it that... that families of darker pigment have one-tenth the wealth of families of lighter pigment. So why? Why would that be if you're saying there's no racism? So then, if that's the case, you must be saying that that is natural, that, they ha that, that families of darker pigment have one-tenth of the wealth because... Um, they're just one-tenth less valuable? Is that it? Or is, is it systemic racism that is entrenched in our laws? Of course it is. There's nothing more embarrassing than Republicans um, attempting to pretend that, that the history of this country doesn't exist. If you don't like the history, don't blame the history. Change. We have no control over what went before us, but we do have control over what's ahead of us, don't we? So rectifying, uh, you know, just acknowledging the past doesn't mean that um, somebody, like, we're assigning blame. You know who takes the blame right now? It's the right-wingers who, who don't have the courage to confront our history and move forward together. They stand in the way of progress. And there's nothing, that is abuse. That on top, in, it's insult on top of injury. So you have to endure for, for this, the entire history of this country. We have the, this racist ass country. And then on top of it, we have to endure the Republican intransience towards doing anything about it. And Th that's how we know what this th that this conversation, this critical race theory conversation, which now it means it's it means everything, everything that has anything to do with race, which is a construct in itself. There is no race; is only the human race. We understand that, but not everybody understands that. We're not there yet. We're not we're not living on the deck of the Enterprise yet. So we have to be adults and confront the reality of the situation and take positive, proactive action to rectify it. And it involves a discussion. It doesn't mean that we're teaching little white kids that they're an oppressor. That's not, no. 
But if you, if that's your shame, if you're ashamed of that, good. Be ashamed because that will mean that you won't do it again. At least, you know, we hope. Shame is a, is a valuable emotion. It tells you what's working, what's not working, where, where uh, it's, pa- it's like pain, pain in general. That's your body's way of saying, don't do that again. Don't, so, well, you know what I'm saying. Or look here, you know, there's a problem. Oh, God help. Yeah, it's empty gestures, Luther. Don't accept their empty gestures. Juneteenth, we demand a payday. They offer us a holiday instead of on, uh, well, who is this? Instead on YouTube by Pro Black Truth. What is that? Oh, is that uh, some a link to a video or something? All right. Yeah, it's, that's it. It's easy. That The reason um, we we know it's it's an easy, empty gesture is that all, most all of the Republicans jumped on board for it and yet that that would be fine in itself but then they go off railing against critical race theory and also passing all of these laws to preventing people from voting and um that's therein lies the problem so we do have a big big problem in this country but we'll we will win that's Part of, that's why I say all the time we will win. We, they know we will win. All they can do is stand in the way and put up their roadblocks. You see, Martin Luther King Jr. was correct. The arc is, of history is long, but it bends towards justice. They know that. That's why, I mean, the, here they are quoting Martin Luther King. When roll back the clock, uh, when Martin Luther King was alive, they would be the ones calling him a commie and uh, you know everything but his own name so <sighs> all right guys 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 i see people heading into the chat room youtube.com slash c slash charabuster all right uh, what else the, what else we only just start thank you eric tara you're the best we, we just got started here eric i appreciate your your encouragement all right. The one the one thing I wanted to start just start talking about today because you you guys know I watch Morning Joe. It just really pissed me off, and I see the pattern. I watch uh, corporate media. A lot of the things that we talk about on this show is that this is the real liberal media. And being somebody who I mean I have a a, a degree. I have a master's. Not that I'm like you know. Um, an expert, uh, uh, but I know a little bit more. I have a master's degree in communication. I studied media, and it irritates the hell out of me because I see it's it's I see the propaganda. Whether it, it's of course we see the fascist propaganda, but then we we see on the corporate media, the the so-called liberal media is it's not a liberal media. It may not. It's 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 a corporate media. It may not be um, outright fascist yet, but look at it. It really does work at cross purposes against making a more perfect union. Hold on a second. I have to. I have to uh, obey the music. Hold on. All right, guys, this is Tara Devlin. 
<sighs> I need to breathe a little. I have to tell you that I'm a l- I feel a little under the weather. I'm just letting you know. I don't know. I hope I don't have COVID. This would be the worst time to get it. But then I think, where out? Where would I get sick? You know what I mean? I did get vaccinated, of course. I'm not an idiot, and I I live in New York, so the mask regulations are are laxing. And but I've been wearing a mask in stores and whatnot. Most people do. Most stores still require people to wear masks, so people are being generally cautious in general. But I feel um, a little bit under the weather, and I'm wondering, so that, oh, whatever. I mean, you get a sniffle nowadays, you think you have COVID, but hopefully those are, it's just famous, it's not famous last words. I'm just, I just don't feel well. All right. So on Morning Joe, so yeah, okay. The Supreme Court did not overturn Obamacare. Good news, wonderful news. And the the only reason they didn't overturn it, it was a technicality. They said that the court did not have stand, I mean, the the case, the people who brought the case, the, the filthy fascists who brought the case, all towards, this is what Republicans do. They, they find plaintiffs throughout the country and they, they fund them and to, to the Supreme Court all with the um, hope of overturning whatever laws or however they working their little greedy ghoul fingers to the bone, making this country a horrible place to live. So if people, if, I mean, Obamacare is a problem. We know that. The reason it's a problem, it's because it is the Republican health care plan. It's Romney care. It's Nixon care. It's the same plan that Nixon proposed and was rejected because it wasn't, it didn't cover everybody. So we still have a, a system that is abhorrent and it's not affordable. Thanks to Marco Rubio, who, uh, this is the thing, another thing that drives me insane about the corporate media, that there's no institutional memory. And, in fact, the corporate media plays a, a, a part in rewriting history so we don't have that institutional memory. Uh, when it comes to Obamacare, it was Marco Rubio that put the poison pill into the bill by um, undoing the risk corridor fund funding. So um, the, the the to fund, I mean, basically what we do is we give these for-profit corporations that have killed 35,000 Americans yearly for my entire life and, that, and before, we give them money to, so they can... Uh, fly around in private jets and figure out ways how to deny people care. But during the Obamacare, after Obamacare was passed, the part of the bill was um, we the people the and the um, corporate puppets in Congress, they funded, they, they would give the for-profit health insurance racket some some money so they wouldn't feel the 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 pain as much meaning that uh, they they could still 
get rich off of our sicknesses. So without um, feeling so, you know, all of the sudden having um, the rug pulled out from under them while they put, while they accepted sicker people into their, into their insurance racket. And that was the trade-off. So you, you take sick people and that's the thing with, with the for-profit insurance companies. They get rich denying care. They don't want sick people. They don't, they want your, they want your, your premiums. They don't want to pay. They don't have to, when you get sick, it's better off if you die. They don't want to pay. So the, we, the people have, and that's the other thing that is so irritating to me right now in COVID. So you, as people lost their jobs in this sick ass country, while they, instead of doing what other countries did and fund and pick up the payroll of, co- of corporations. So nobody would lose their job and corporations wouldn't close and companies wouldn't close. They put people on the unemployment rolls and thereby they lose their health care because we have a, a system in this country where your health care, your health insurance is tied to your work, which is the most ridiculous thing. What the hell? Here comes a, an ad just went off in my head. I don't know if you heard that, but I'm sure I have a page open and, it, and an ad is getting ready to start blaring. But anyways, if before that, I can't find it. I have like 50 windows open. So if I'll just keep going until it starts screaming in my hear, in my ears. All right. So the, um, so the corporations are the, the thing with, um, right now we're paying when people lost their job, the government in the COVID bill is paying these for-profit insurance racketeers to keep uh, the, the, the fired people on their health insurance for the next two months. Oh, how th- thank you, my lords and ladies. But we're giving the for-profit insurance racket just more, more money. And they're doing great. They're doing fabulous in the pandemic. Not like, not like the American people. The rich are getting richer. The billionaires are going to space. We're out over here fighting over the scraps, fighting about critical effing race theory. And that's all by design. But on Morning Joe, here's how they rewrite history. So on Friday's Morning Joe, this is what happens. I wake up in the morning. I'm barely awake. I put on the damn TV. I don't know why, because I'm a glutton for punishment. I put on morning, morning uh, millionaires, and in my, uh, just in my waking, my sleepy eyes, I got to hear all this bullshit, and it immediately twists my stomach in a knot. So, no wonder I need Botox. And if you weren't listening on the last show, somebody wrote me a letter and said, um, oh, they love me, but have I ever thought of doing some Botox? But all right. So um, they were crowing about Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh, how liberals, what we had done 
to Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh by all the fear-mongering, saying that they were going to destroy Obamacare. Well, all signs pointed to yes. The only reason they... First of all, they're not that... um, Of course, they're not... They're, they're, of course, they're political animals, these um, Republicans on the Supreme Court. They, if not, they wouldn't have joined with Mitch, Moscow Mitch, when he and, and basically recruited them for his, uh, you know, his dirty tricks. Wait, I'm just trying to find it. Here it is. Here, I just, let's play it and then we'll talk about it. Here's Morning Joe, just the beginning. And. Hold on. Joe, we know that Mm, confirmation exercises are Mm, hyper-partisan circuses in in many cases when we're looking at Supreme Court justices and Supreme Court nominees. But in this case, the central criticism of Amy Coney Barrett was that she was on a mission, to use the term, to destroy the Affordable Care Act. And she was. She She was. She's been, she's criticized Justice Roberts. She wrote um, a paper about him. How his thinking on the Affordable Care Act was fundamentally flawed in all this. The only reason Obamacare survived, it would have been 5-4 if these two didn't, now it's 7. Uh, so the, 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 you can't convince me that they didn't calculate this move for, uh, for appearance sake. What skin off their ass is it? So they they sided with the by to keep they sided with John Roberts to keep Obamacare in place on a technicality. So the next time the Republicans, and there will be a next time, people keep saying that they're not. Uh, this is it. Obamacare is the law of the land. Thank I hope so, uh, but I hope we get Medicare for all. That's the calculation. If they had overturned Obamacare, you know what would have happened. The next rallying cry, in fact, the rallying cry where we talk about all the time, but in general, it's getting louder. The, The demand for Medicare for all, they know that if they overturned Obamacare, that that would have been unacceptable. It would have opened the door immediately to the argument for Medicare for all, because people are starting to understand that health care is a right, not a privilege. Hold on, I'll be right back. <sighs> all right. And this Willie Geist character, I, I, I say it all the time. Why? Why? Why is a why, why is Willie Geist? What is this? What is happening? Why? What is the point of a Willie Geist? I don't get it. It's like Chuck Todd. All right, hold on. Here, let's just keep playing. Sorry. Yesterday, she voted to uphold it. Oh, well, she's... You know, there are a lot of things that Hallelujah. are disturbing American politics. Uh, the clown shows that uh, these, these nomination battles uh, have turned into through the years. Uh, and, and, you know, on both sides, we can on talk about sides, uh, what happened with Justice Kavanaugh. We can we can uh, talk about what happened? what happened on the other side. We can go all the way back to Robert Bork. 
there's screeching and yelling and screaming on both sides, which are actually deeply. What screeching and yelling and screaming on both sides? This is what drives me insane. What? Uh, why? There's never an example. We c I'll show you examples of screeching and yelling on their side, on the Republican side. Who screeched and yelled? Huh? Nobody. But the right-wingers, that's what they do. When you don't have the law on your side, when you don't have truth, justice, and the American way on your side, what do you do? You screech and you yell and you pound the table. So... He, here we are, two years after Kavanaugh was rammed onto the Supreme Court in spite of the fact that he's unfit. It's not just his, the fact that he's a sexual predator and um, the insult of the Republicans saying, I believe that something happened to Miss, Miss uh, Dr. Ford. But I don't believe that that it was him. How, how do you know? What an insult to all women everywhere. I believe. So the most, one of the, I'm sure uh, as a woman, you have uh, many, multiple traumatic experiences, trust me. But one of the most traumatic experiences of her life, she's confused about who tried to rape her. And then we get treated to the Republican antics. Now you tell me, wh who, what both sides? Both sides? In fact, there's, there is no both sides here. There, there's no both sides, period. You could say, yeah, we can argue about both sides when it comes to money and politics. That's for damn sure. But we can't, we can't argue both sides sides when it comes to temperament and being emotionally fit for for the position that you hold being a being a, any any take any liberal anybody up in front of the uh, up in front of congress for their job interview give me an example of any so, anybody on the so-called left Breaking down in tears, banging the table, um, going back at the Congress people, attacking them, asking them, do you like beer? I like beer, okay? Do you like beer? Talking about the conspiracies of the Clintons and uh, the fevered dreams of the American fascist party. This is what the Republicans have given us. And what the corporate media does is they, they put it into the memory hole. And here we are. This is why we're, this country is swirling the drain. All of the systems, all the mechanisms of democracy are broken. And here's another example. No, it is not both sides. Can we, can we get some truth here? Can we get some adult conversation here? This isn't both sides. So what? Amy Coney Barrett and Judge Kavanaugh, Justice Brett Fratboy, they voted uh, with the uh, with the majority. 
that does not um, erase the uh, the under the the fundamental unfitness of Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett and the dirty tricks that put them on the court. They're all unfit. He wouldn't even be there if not for Mitch McConnell's dirty tricks pr- blocking we the people and the Amer- the American people who put Obama who voted for Obama in two landslide elections and put him into the presidency so he um, can fulfill his constitutionally proscribed duty to pick a Supreme Court seat and bitch Moscow Mitch bitch McConnell didn't didn't uh, didn't like it. He he's a fascist. That's part of what fascists do, and we've discussed it before. B- having a functioning democracy requires an agreement, so we all have to kind of agree on the rules and abide by the rules. What is otherwise we don't have a functioning democracy. Like having if we're having a football game and one side decides the the rules as they go along. Oh well, well I, now I decide. You know, to just spike the ball at the 10-yard line, and say, well, now this is the touchdown. And, and everybody just carries them away, and we're all just standing there like, oh, okay, I guess them's the rules now. But that's how they play the game. They don't abide by the rules. They make it up as they go. They fix the facts around the policy. And then here comes, two years later, the corporate media to shove it down the memory hole. And it, this is why where this country is sick. Get a grip. What are you talking about? Um, Morning Joe and Mika. Mika sitting there nodding her head. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Agreeing. And unfortunately, later on, well, let's just continue playing this. And oh, oh I have some more receipts. Offensive to people that actually follow the court. <laughs> And understand. Let me roll it back a little. To Robert Bork. Uh, there's screeching and yelling and screaming on both sides, which Bullshit. are actually deeply offensive to people that actually follow the court Who? and understand that uh, sometimes. Oh, because the court is such, is sacri- sacrosanct, right? The court, uh, there's nothing filthy going on there when Republicans stack the court, when they block the American people. Uh, uh, the the president that we legally elected twice from filling Supreme Court seats and co- and s- court seats from sea to shining sea, nothing dirty going on there. It's not as cut and dry. Because uh, and and Willie, you you, you can you happened? can even look at at the other case uh, where the city of Philadelphia was sued um, over uh, over adoption and over uh, whether same-sex partners could adopt children or not. Now, this is a case that could have ended up 5-4 uh, if uh, Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh had followed uh, Alito's concurrence. And it was a red-hot concurrence that a lot of people on the right would have absolutely loved. Mm. I think it's extraordinarily telling that they chose instead uh, on an issue that was going to be this divisive uh, to side with John Roberts uh, and and still get to the proper outcome, perhaps a little less uh, with with less sharp edges, 
and have a unanimous nine to nothing verdict. I, that, that says an awful lot. Uh, about, uh, at least in these cases so far, about Amy Coney Barrett, about Brett Kavanaugh, oh, it does? about John Roberts. And are you kidding me? All of them are illegitimate. Uh, John Roberts appointed by an illegitimate uh, president who was picked and put on the in, into the presidency by the Supreme Court despite receiving fewer votes. Despite Lou and not just receiving fewer votes, but also losing the electoral college, because when the votes were counted, Al Gore won. When they were actually counted, but that doesn't matter. Truth doesn't matter. Democracy doesn't matter. If this were a functioning democracy, right then and there, that would have been it. George W. Bush would have stepped the f down. So. Then we have Mitch McConnell, the gravedigger of American democracy, preventing the, 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 the proper functioning of government because they don't have an interest in democracy. That's the bottom line. Like I've been saying forever, they're not, they're, they're not, um, they, they hate America. I mean, let's just get it out there. They hate democracy. They are fundamentally an undemocratic ideology and power by any means. Look at what they're doing. Look at their actions. Look at the lies. But look at this goddamn corporate media. This is supposed to be the moderate lane. This is the moderate lane. Is that, does that mean completely shoving truth down the memory hole and proving me right yet again? Being a Republican means never having to say you're sorry, because why would you? They just cover your ass. That's it. You don't have any... There's no accountability for Republicans. There's... The... The the antics of justice-effing Brett Fratboy Cavanope... I like Beer Cavanope at his confirmation hearing were abhorrent and an embarrassment, not to not to us, to him and the Republican Party. He's the victim, though, you see, he's the damn victim. That's the Republican way. And this and that is the fascist way we saw Putin. I'm sure you saw him at that press conference after um the meeting with Joe Biden, and they asked him a question about Navalny and his human rights abuses, how journalists certainly come up dead, um, his political opponents are poisoned and murdered, and what was his answer? Well, uh, January 6th, this blah, 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 what about, what aboutism, what aboutism, that is, what aboutism is no different from both sidesism, and what and that's what we're witnessing here. There wasn't, there's no both sides to this story, and th- unfortunately, I have to say, um, I was lying in bed watching this, and then later I went to try and grab the entire clip because at the end of this clip. And I actually, I know this for a fact. I wasn't just half asleep, but I, because I tweeted it and other people were also tweeting about it. Um, 
Joe Scarborough said that that jo- that uh, Kavanaugh, what they did to Kavanaugh, what they made up—that's what he said. They made up about Kavanaugh was a disgrace. Nobody made anything up, and there we go. Right, we we just witnessed it. The corporate media validated the Republican lies concerning the Kavanaugh hearing that he was attacked. He was um, there were stories made up about him, and it's absolutely untrue that oh he's he's he was just he's just a good guy who had a lifelong dream to be a Supreme Court justice, and we were standing in the way of his God-given birthright to sit on the Supreme Court and lord over the rest of us. It's unreal. And that, and right there, right there because who's going to remember, really? Who's going to remember? The, the corporate media is our institutional memory. And into the memory hole goes the likes of, uh, you know, I like beer. But all I know is that uh, nothing was made up about Kavanaugh. In fact, he, was a, he committed perjury under oath, saying numerous times that he, he never drank to excess, that he never drank to blackout, he never got, got drunk, oh, he never passed out, and there were numerous accounts, contemporaneous accounts, of uh, from people who knew him well, that he was a heavy drinker, that he blacked out, that him and his friends were party boys who liked to drink and get and and black out. It was part of his whole persona. But here's Christine Blasey Ford. Oh, I guess this is part of the both sides. In Judge Kavanaugh's opening testimony, which we will hear after you leave, this is what he says. I never had any sexual or physical encounter of any kind with Dr. Ford. I am not questioning that Dr. Ford may have been sexually assaulted by some person in some place at some time. That is so offensive. Last night, the Republican staff of this committee released to the media a timeline that shows that they've interviewed two people who claim they were the ones who actually assaulted you. I'm asking you to address this new defense of mistaken identity directly. Dr. Ford. With what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you? 100%. 100%. Oh, well, I don't... What what part of 100% is I believe that somebody did something to her? How dare you? This is why this country is uh, in big-ass trouble. And we have no respect for other human beings, our fellow Americans, and... And all of the abuse that Christine Blasey Ford has had to endure, not only from the time Brett Kavanaugh assaulted her, until today. The right wing, the fascist bastards, and the vilification. Imagine being Christine Blasey Ford and having to endure. You, you, you're brave enough to come forward and say, this person lacks the judicial temperament to sit on a goddamn Supreme Court bench and lord over us for the rest of his rotten, ruddy-faced, drinking, I-like-beer life. 
that's it. This this person, we should have the um, a better person sitting in judgment of us all. Don't you think making laws? I mean, because that's what the damn Supreme Court is doing, deciding which laws are 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 supposedly constitutional, and basically making laws, deciding laws. That's not their role, but that's what they do. So don't you think that we deserve better than what the Republicans have given us? I, I, I mean, I think so. Here, uh, but then uh, both sides, both sides, though, right? It's not just, um, it's both sides. One side is unhinged and screaming and um, acting like a goddamn crisis actor. And the other one is asking questions of this person who thinks that he deserves to be on the Supreme Court. It's, it's on, but you see that it's not just, it's white privilege, but it's also Republican privilege because a Democrat would never get away with that. You understand that if this happened, if this was a Democrat, do you know what would happen? The Democrats would pull that nomination immediately. It wouldn't go, we wouldn't even have the conversation. It would be over. Because that's what Democrats do. They don't, I mean, as much as you, I mean, you know it. As much as they suck, too, they're, they're swimming in the filthy pool corroded by money, they, they're, they, they have standards. And um, the corporate media, it's an, here's yet another example of all of the work we need to do. And that includes doing something about this, this corporate media. And maybe that uh, what we can do at this point is, is do what, we do what we're doing here. Make the real liberal media give the corporate media a run for its money. That's really the only thing I can think of to counteract the lies, the bullshit, the memory hole. Because that's what that is. I mean, I'm trying to find the tweet that I tweeted out because I was so goddamn appalled. I wish I had jumped up and grabbed the damn video. (sighs) But he said that uh, Joe Scarborough said that we that liberals had slimed Kavanaugh, and it was a disgusting display. But I I couldn't find the clip. As much as I went through the whole show, and it looks like they didn't include it in the upload of the of the the um, you know the Morning Joe whatever on demand. I couldn't find it. But it's there. I'm not the only one who tweeted about it. Other people were like, what are you talking about? Because Joe Scarborough said that Kavanaugh's, um, he said that it was a disgrace what was made up about Kavanaugh. That was his exact words. And I tweeted, how dare you rewrite history? Dr. Ford's harrowing Kavanaugh sexual assault was not made up. And neither was the frat boy's appalling display of judicial temperament. But once a Republican, always a Republican. Actually assaulted you. 
I'm asking you to address this new defense of mistaken identity directly. Dr. Ford, with what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you? 100%. Does she seem screaming and screeching? Do the, do the Democrats seem like they're screaming and screeching? No. It's not both sides. There's only one side that's screaming and screeching. And that's the, the Republicans. I mean, remember Lindsey goddamn Graham? And I'm sorry to do this to you guys. Take, but this is, you know, what we have to do so we it doesn't go slip down the memory hole. Dr. Ford, I did not know that. Did you know that her and her staff had this allegations for over twenty days? I did not know that at the time. Hold on a second, guys. I'll be right back. This is Tara Devlin. Here's uh, Lindsey Graham, the crisis actor. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing Can to you apologize believe for. believe this? When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said hello, because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This, this is guy. the most unethical really? sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. What? Are you a gang rapist? No. See, that's what they, this is part of <clears throat> the whataboutism and uh, what fascists do. They conflate, they'll take something, some bizarre outlier, and they'll conflate it with the rest of the charges. And this is exactly what Lindsey Graham just did. Something, and they'll talk about, you know, something Michael Avenatti had, has done because he's been disgraced. But that doesn't throw everything out the window. And it didn't negate what Christine Blasey Ford said. Of course, you notice they can't attack her. They don't put her in the lump with Michael Avenatti. But they're all goddamn bottom feeders. Damn it. Hold on. I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. It's unbelievable. Boy, y'all want power. It's God, I hope memory, you never get memory it. Memory lane, right? I hope the American people can see through this sham. That you knew about it and you held it. You had no intention of protecting Dr. Ford. None. She's as much of a victim as oh, you are. Oh, yeah. That, you got to get that out there. It's not about her. We appreciate her. She's just being used. She doesn't know what she's saying. She's confused. And the reason, I'm sorry to go over this again, but I'm, I'm pointing out what we just heard. On yesterday's corporate media, one of the most popular morning shows that has a lot of viewers, a lot more viewers than this show. So the people who watch that show, they they just heard that things were made up about Justice Kavanaugh. And it was a disgrace because both sides and both sides and but you know how it is with both sides. 
both sides screaming and yelling. I don't know what effing reality they live in, but I don't see that reality. Show me the both sides. This is what drives me insane. They, they go on. They talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and then they'll say, well, the crazies on the left. What crazies? Oh, they're talking about uh, they're trying to make AOC into the equivalent. What is crazy? about what AOC talks about. Oh, it's both sides, the extremes. Because one side um, thinks that Jewish space lasers are causing, I don't know what, climate change, or I don't know what the hell she's talking about. But the other side wants universal health care. You know, you see how crazy that is, how the both sides are the same? One side wants um, guns for all, where they want assault weapons in every goddamn hand. And the other side wants to have a functioning um, democracy that works for all, living wages, retirement security. You see how crazy that is? Where's the crazies on both sides? I'm so effing sick of it. Getting, we are being both sides to death in this country. Have the goddamn spine, the courage to just speak the truth. What's both sides? I can't even tell you. Hell, I was that whole show. I guess it was they must have discussed it um, in their meeting about uh, what you know their show meeting. Uh, we're gonna do a whole show on bipartisanship. Bipartisan, bipartisan. Let's get the bipartisan. I can't tell you how many times I talk, the, the whole show, it's the both sides. You see, the crazies. We could find this as if something, the middle ground. What's the middle ground? This country is the least upwardly mobile country of all of our uh, Western democracies. We live in a country where people go bankrupt when they get fucking sick. Where's the where's the middle ground there? We live in a country where the 80% of the American people are living check to check, paycheck to paycheck, where they when the the filthy fascist prick uh Twitler shut down the government because uh he he, he thought it was he doesn't cuz he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He um within uh, two weeks People are on food bank lines because they got no money in reserve. They can't get through an emergency. That's not a functioning democracy. We, they know that the American people cannot save $400 for an emergency. They, if they had a, a, a $400 emergency, it would put them in stress. They don't have the, the, the money in reserve. The, where is the both side? Where's the middle ground on that? Oh, but it's crazy. It's just crazy talk to talk about living wages or maybe taxing the rich at a rate that we don't have an intergenerational aristocracy anymore and one effing sociopath can't lord over the rest of us and go to the goddamn moon. I am so... Sick of it. But this is the part of the problem. 
So the American people who aren't paying attention, they don't know the, the story. They don't know the whole story. They don't remember. They're not as engaged as we are watching these things and remembering these things. Then they hear, oh, well, Brett, Brett Kavanaugh was, uh, what a, what a sh- shame. It was so wrong what happened to him. What happened to him? His past made of might had, was trying to catch up to him that the FBI investigation into his background was a sham. And when, now we know it. There was never a true FBI investigation into him that people called the FBI hotline. Remember, they set up a fake ass hotline and nothing, no, no calls, none of the phone calls into that FBI hotline were ever followed up on. We know this now because we don't have a we don't have Twitter in office. The fix was in from the beginning. They don't work that hard blocking and corrupting the court only to let it go that easy. And that's what we witnessed. So they tear this country apart for power and then they turn around and accuse the um, us, normal people, the, the people who want a functioning democracy, who want, who, who want a country that works for all. They t- accuse us of being somehow um, unhinged and unfair. What's unfair? What the hell? I never heard so many pr- white, privileged, pasty-faced, fat frat boys crying how unfair everything is. The, except for these Republicans, unfair. Let, let's remember. I, I want to show you guys. Here, here's some clips. Hold on. Oh, my name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Another great show. Tara, that's what Richard wrote. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're so funny. I do appreciate that. And I want to thank again Matt for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. All right. We need you to become a patron. If you're not a patron yet, if you, if you, for whatever reason, if you can't be a patron, I get it. Times are tough, but... Share the show with your friends. Do things like that. That'll help. Keep the show going and growing. That's what we need. I thank you for your support. We're in this together. We, this is our show. That's how I look at it. It's not the same. This is not... It's not the same without you. It can't. I can't do it without you. That's what I... A lot of times I people write to me and they're like, thank you for whatever. I'm like, I can't do it without you. So thank you. Really. We're in this together. This is our community, and God help us. We need each other. I know I need you. I'll speak for myself. All right. Uh, where is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This was, it was too long to capture everything. I just want to play some of the, the clips. Where is it? All right. It's just his judi- his temperament. This is from the Rachel Maddow show from back in the day. 
there's some clips. I just we'll just scrub through some of them. All right. Listen, listen, listen to this son of a bitch. Family and my name have been totally and permanently destroyed. <laughs> no such luck. Oh, totally and permanently destroyed. Where? Where freaking where? By vicious and false additional accusations. You have replaced advice and consent with search and destroy. Can you believe this? Since my nomination in July, there's been a frenzy on the left to come up with something, anything, <laughs> to block my confirmation. People have been willing to do anything to make any physical threat against my family. Prove it. To send any violent email to my wife. Prove it. Let's see it. To make any kind of allegation against Bullshit. me and against yeah. my friends. Yeah. To blow me up and take me down. Wow. Can you believe this? And this fucking guy is a Supreme Court justice. And the reason we're revisiting it is because of the, of the corporate media. The corporate media just told us that there was um, a hit piece that things were made up about Kavanaugh. Is it, and it was a it was a show. It was a sham. It was a disgrace. And both sides were screaming and screeching. And that that that's the exact quote. Both sides were screaming and screeching. Okay, both sides. Here, look at it. Look at this. During the day after the allegation came up, I wanted to be here that day. Instead, 10 days passed. Screaming and screeching. Both sides. See how the both out. sides there? You know, that I'm in gangs. I'm on boats in Rhode Island. What the fuck? I'm in right? Colorado. You know, I'm sighted all over the place. Whatever you're talking about. And run that's your white privilege. News. What? You know, I wanted a hearing the next day. I, my family's been destroyed by this. They all, you know what the question was? How come you're not asking for an FBI investigation. Why, if you're so innocent or whatever, she put it in a more delicate way. Why are you not um, just going and saying, please, FBI, investigate me? But he wasn't. He stood in the way of an FBI investigation. So he went on about how his family's destroyed and he's permanently ruined and everyone is out to get him and the Clintons and the election and everybody's... I mean, it's not both sides. It's them, okay? The problem is them. It's not both sides. We do have problems. That's not to say that we don't have problems in the Democratic Party. We have problems in our sick-ass system. The, the, the system is awash with, with money. That's the problem. This, this sham, though... Uh, it's part of the how much work we have to do to dig ourselves out of the hole and to if we ever have the hope of having a functioning democracy. It has to begin with with the truth, with giving credit where credit's due. If one side is unhinged and the other side is what you you're it's. You're not being attacked if you're being vetted. 
And that vetting process brings out some um, abhorrent behavior that we should all be concerned about, especially because you're going to sit in judgment and shape this country for generations. And that's, that's him. He's, he shouldn't even be. He should not have even been vetted at all. The, the Democrats, much to my eternal frustration, why? Why do they have to go along with all of the dirty tricks? And into the memory hole goes, goes the Republican dirty tricks. As if Justice effing Crat Boy was sitting in front of um, Feinstein at this point uh, legitimately. He was and is an illegitimate Supreme Court justice now. He's illegitimate. That should have been on the top of everybody's tongue, on the tip of their tongue, on the top of mind, and in into the public consciousness. Instead, we have both sides, you see? Now, when the future generations, when... Time marches on and people won't remember. What are they going to remember? Oh, it was terrible. Terrible what they did to that poor, poor guy who likes beer. This senator destroyed. <laughs> yeah, and, you and, and, and whoever wants, you know, whatever the committee decides. Can you, you know, believe I'm, I'm, this? I'm all in immediately. Is- I'm all in immediately. You're a I'm fucking... Here. I wanted to be here. I wanted to be here the next day. It was an, it's an outrage that I was not allowed to come and immediately defend my name and say, I didn't do this and give you all this evidence. I'm not even, I'm not even in D.C. on the... What fucking evidence? Oh, God. Weekends. In the I'm sun- not in D.C. in the week... Oh, I mean... You see this? Summer of 1982. This guy is sitting on the Supreme Court now. But both, you see how both sides are going nuts here? Both sides, both sides, guys. This happened on a weekday? Well, is it, would, 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 I'm not at a Blair <laughs> High School for a summer league game. I'm not at Tobin's house working out. Tobin. I'm not at a movie with Suzanne. Oh, put anybody, um, anybody else in his place. Put a woman in his place. Put a man of darker pigment in his place. All right? With a D after their name. And you tell me. If that person would be sitting on the Supreme Court. This is white male privilege run amok. And then the corporate media. It's, it's like we're living in, um, in, I mean, it's like Pravda, right? There's no truth in Pravda, right? was the old saying in Russia. And because Pravda means truth or whatever. Uh, it, it's the same thing here with corporate media. What is the point of this? What is the point of shoving all of this down the memory hole? Is it to... To me, it seems like we're excusing the bad behavior of the people who are behaving badly. We're excusing them. And we're encouraging them. And and that's why we're here now. Where the filthy fascists, there's no accountability. They can storm the Capitol. 
there's where's the accountability? They can get on their fascist propaganda networks and say that January 6th was a false flag perpetrated by the FBI. Now, you understand that's what that's what Tucker Carlson said. You you and I understand how absolutely dangerous that is and how that is uh, that if we don't smash these fascists into submission legally and peacefully we're done but it's all connected we're, the corporate media is a lost cause it's part of the problem and we talk about it on the show because uh, you know you guys know how i feel about media in general the and now without media without a liberal media we will not be successful. This country, this democracy is dead. It's, it's going, it's bye-bye. We don't have a chance. That's why calling it out, re- correcting the record, that's what we have to do. But pointing out, and I'm glad, you know, when, um, where is it? When... I tweeted this. I tweeted to Joe NBC, Joe at whatever the hell, Joe Scarborough. I wasn't the only one. So I'm not the only one who noticed it. Other people were like, what are you talking about? This is uh, nothing was made up about uh, the frat boy. And he, he was screaming and yelling and screeching. There was only screaming and yelling and screeching. On one side, and what what is the um, what what is so hard about telling the truth? I don't get that. What is so hard? Is it because uh, I'm trying to think? Like, why? Why would you deliberately do that? Nobody screamed and yelled on the Democratic side, and. Dr. Bla- uh, Christine Blasey Ford said 100% she uh, is certain it was Brett Kavanaugh who assaulted her. And guess what? Somebody who behaves like him, assault or not, is unfit. Completely unfit. What is so hard about that? So now in the revisionist history f- treated that we were treated to by the corporate media, Brett Kavanaugh is just an innocent pawn in this larger game of screaming and, and yelling on both sides because both sides, the base of both sides, are, are completely unhinged. And that's what's destroyed this country. That's the message. This is, it's the both sides. It's the left and the, and the fascists. So the capital insurrectionists are the same as what? Who's on the left of that? Oh, it's the Antifa that doesn't exist, I guess. The both sides? Who's the crazy one? It's the Marjorie Taylor Greens. And then the who? Who? The AOCs? That's what, they're, that's what they're trying to say. Look at this. 
fucking guy. You know, I wanted to be here right away. We hear from the witnesses, um, but the FBI isn't interviewing them and isn't giving us any facts. So all we have... You're interviewing me. Say, you're interviewing me. Can you believe you're, this? You're doing it, Senator. What you're saying, if, if I understand it, is that the allegations by Dr. Ford, Ms. Ramirez, and Ms. Fetnick, Swetnick um, are, are wrong. Yeah, that, that is emphatically what I'm saying. Emphatically. The Swetnick thing is a joke. <sighs> that is a farce. Would you like to say more about it? No. Okay. That's my white That's privilege. It. Thank you, Mr. Chu. I like you beer. For that. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Um, what do you like to drink? Next one is... Senator, what do you like judge. to drink? What do you consider to be too many beers? I don't know. Uh, thing that happened while whoops, he was drunk. Whoops, whoops. Why he's lying. What happened there? But yet... We have heard, not under oath, but we have heard your college roommate say that you did drink frequently. These are in re news reports uh, that you would sometimes be belligerent. She's um, confronting him on another his classmate lies. said it's his not under credible oath. for you to say you didn't have memory lapses. Under oath. So drinking lies. is one thing. I don't think I actually don't think that's the second quote's correct. OK, drinking is one thing, but the concern is about truthfulness. And in your written testimony, you said sometimes you had too many drinks. Uh, was there ever a time when you drank so much that you couldn't remember what happened or part of what happened the night before? I, I, no, I remember what happened. And I think you've probably had beers, Senator. And, Can you believe and this? So so you're saying there's never been a case where you drank so much <gasps> that you didn't remember what happened the night before or part of what happened? That's You're asking about, yeah, blackout. I don't know. Have you? Could you answer the question, Judge? I just, wow. So well, you see the both you, sides screaming there, happened. guys? Is that your answer? Screaming and yeah, yelling? I'm curious if you have. Wow. I have no drinking problem, wow. Judge. Yeah, nor do I. Okay. Thank you. Amazing. Let's see. Again, not even you as a nominee. Uh, we're, we are here today. Oh, God, him. I called for, no for a hearing immediately. Why would you resist that Here's kind of dots. investigation? Why would you resist that kind of investigation? Sir, I, I welcome... I wanted the hearing last week. It's I'm not asking the about hearing. the hearing. You see this? The committee figures out how to ask the questions. I'll do whatever. I've been on the phone multiple times with committee counsel. I'll talk to Judge it. Kavanaugh. Will you support an FBI investigation right now? I, I will do whatever the committee wants to. Personally, do you think that's the best thing for us to do? Nope. You want to answer? Sucks. You know, look, Senator. I, I've. I've I, I've said I, I wanted I like a hearing, beer. and I like I've said beer. I was welcome anything. Holy I'm shit, innocent. right? There you go. Supreme Court. Oh, forget that. And I am sure Republicans liked the feeling of how it ended much more than the way it began. But they head home tonight, or we're told they head into a big Republican senators meeting tonight with some new big problems when it comes to this nominee. Number one, well, there what? is a brand new temperament issue with Judge Kavanaugh. Oh, that doesn't matter. Being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. Come on, camera. What's going on, camera? What the hell, camera? All right, camera. 
Settings. I look better that way and all blurry. It's like, that's my brand. There we go. Now go that. <laughs> so annoying. I don't know why it does that. I like beer, guys. Well, not well, not to relitigate the whole thing, even though it's fascinating to me to watch that again, because it it just confirms how how disgusting the Republicans are. How there are no bounds, there's no limit, and that we well, it's just the corporate media sucks and. Really, the Democrats, we're our own worst enemy, frankly, to not have the courage to to call out and to fight these, to unapologetically call out uh, the entire charade that is the right wing of this country. They are, the whole, all of them are unfit. The Supreme, how they got on the Supreme Court, what their confirmation process, them as human beings themselves participating in the scam, in Mitch McConnell's uh, disgraceful assault on regular order, on on democracy itself, on the 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 um, the rules the rules of the game that we and that the founders proscribed that the American people think we should all abide by. Not the Republic. They just make it up as they go along. They change the rules. And then we retroactively, the corporate media helpfully helps them rewrite history and pave over the cracks. No, uh, you see how the Republican story is now the story. It's not that Judge Kavanaugh is unfit to sit in in uh, judgment of anybody. It's not that he participated in Mitch McConnell's dirty tricks. And if he had, like any single one of them, if they had any integrity or honor, they would not participate but that those there's no honor in the Republican Party. Look at their standard bearer. Look at them. They still. We saw the um, what's his name, Mike Pence, at a Republican meeting. The Faith and Freedom Foundation. Faith and Freedom. Honey, those 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 are uh, anathema to each other. Faith and what do you faith and what? They gotta. They they have it. Whatever their sky spook is, he's as a, just a giant version of their own bigoted selves. Freedom, please. Are you kidding me? Is that what, guys? That's insane. This is Tara Devil, and that's the end of the Progressive Voices show. If you want to re- listen to the rest of the show, go to YouTube.com/slash C slash Tarabuster or iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. Tell your friends about the show. 
Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Keep the show going and growing. We will win. I'll see you soon. Holy schmoly. Did I just fall into some kind of memory? Not memory hole, but I fall into a time warp. I feel like this, I just started the show. That's insane. Faith and freedom. Mike Pence was booed while being called a traitor at the Faith and Freedom Foundation. Well, see, that's why every day is opposite day in the Republican bizarro world, and that's where we live, where being a, um, a, a frat boy, bat, crying and pounding the table and lying and obfuscating and lying under oath um, means you're a victim. And being a decent person, who a brave person who wants to come forward and save the country from having to sit uh, below the the drunken frat boy who wants beer for the rest of their lives and their their children's lives, um, that's that's somebody who's, in my opinion, that's someone who is a uh, that's a real patriot, but. Um, according to the Republicans, she's somebody who's who, who's sick. I guess she's the one who's sick, right? That's what they're they're trying to say. Uh, what's her name? Um, Susan Collins said that I believe something happened to her, but that's the thing that gets me so. Oof. I believe something. You pandering bastard! But. Yeah, something happened to her, like something happens to all of us. We're living in a uh, in a Republican bizarro world that's being enabled by the powers that be, and that includes the 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 corporate media run by the, the billionaires and their corporations and the the one percent that wants to ensure that. This country remains as sick as it is. Otherwise, um, what wh what will they do? What will they do if they can't go to space on our dime? I mean, it's so disgusting when you think about the whole everything about where, the time that we're living in is so vile that no wonder. Um, I mean. It's it's vile. The whole thing is vile. That we live in a country where, in the middle of this pandemic, one guy got rich, so rich that he's on track to be a trillion. This is a guy who hates the working class of this country and the 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 powers that be, the corporate me. I mean, they're keeping us divided. That's the point. We will never have. A, a functioning democracy uh, with these circumstances in place. It gets daunting. That's why we have so much work to do. And sometimes it gets, it gets very depressing. Um, but we're, we won't be able to do anything without um, what we're doing here, getting the word out and correcting the record. No, it's not both sides. No. Um, Justice effing Kavanaugh wasn't picked on. Nothing was made up about him. And in fact, 
it, let's say for the sake of argument, there was something um, said about him that wasn't factually correct. I doubt that. No, that's, I mean, we know that's bullshit. We know Dr. Blasey Ford was telling the truth and uh, is, a, is a real American hero. That's not a coincidence that actual heroes are vilified by the Republican Party. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, that that's the case. His behavior, after the fact, spoke to volumes. The Republicans should have withdrawn his nomination. But that's not the point. They don't care who's sitting in the Supreme Court or any other court, for that matter, whether they're fit or not, because that's the only qualification is um, loyalty to the party line. Let me see. Hold on. Cry. I'm looking up this other guy. Remember this guy? There's another guy. I always think of him. This guy crying. What's his name? Van Dyke? Lawrence Van Dyke? He he was um, one of the Republican... Well, you know, they want to give him a lifetime position. Remember him? The letter also says that you would not commit uh, to being fair to litigants before you, notably members of the LGBTQ community. Can you speak to that? Did you, did you say that you wouldn't be fair to members of the LGBT community? Senator, I... That was um, that was the part of the letter. <laughs> yep. Could you imagine if I this? I did not say that. This was a person of darker pigment, or a woman. Imagine a woman doing this. I apologize. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, buddy. It's all right. You're white. It's okay. Sorry. No, I did not say that. I do not believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> it is a fundamental belief of mine that all oh. people are created in the image of God. Oh, I'm they sure all be it is. I'm sure. And respect. I'm sure it Senator. is. Can you commit to, today to, to this committee that you will treat, if, if confirmed, that you would treat oh. every litigant who, who came before yes. you with respect and with dignity? Absolutely, Senator. Oh. I would not have allowed myself to be nominated for this yes. position if I did not think I could do that. Including members of the of LGBT course. community and, and any other community that has been historically never. disadvantaged in this country. Absolutely, Senator. All right. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry for this trip down memory lane. <laughs> it sucks. Memory, memory lane really does suck, but it sucks. You know what also sucks? Um, pr the present also kind of sucks, too. So Juneteenth, I just want to play something. I mean, it's vile. There's so many vile people, and it's a grift. The, the biggest, most vile grifter, and... You you guys understand. I um, Candace Owens, all of these conservatives who they're well funded, 
but uh, it, it drives me insane. You guys understand that. That's it's to my eternal frustration. But being a conservative uh, who has darker pigment, that is that's uh, that is a real meal ticket. If you have no integrity and you're just a grifter, then I guess well, like Trump, like he found he went he looked all over the world for the most lucrative scams, and he found the American political system. And he latched onto that like a lamprey, and now we're all suffering for it. But uh, he's a grifter. So is Candace Owens. She is a grifter. She tried to be a liberal and failed. Um, probably, well, probably, who knows, because she's got an evil heart, most likely. See, I, I don't do this. I, I do. I could only do this because this is what I believe in. And I, t I told you that story about Mike Malloy and, um, uh, and Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity saying to him, Oh, you're still doing that liberal stuff. The money's in conservatism, but so Juneteenth, I mean, Candace Owens is like the rest of them, like Tony, uh, Tom, Tommy Lauren, uh, I mean, she's not of darker pigment, but she's just as stupid as as them all, as Diamond and Silk, as C.J. Pearson. They're all they're they're all morons. Um, they bring nothing to the table. Candace Owens is already she's touting herself on her Twitter feed as New York Times bestseller. She's she hasn't written a book. You see, it's uh, it's about the 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 book supposedly she's written she hasn't written it we know they hire ghostwriters um is about to be released and she's already calling herself a new york times bestseller because they they rig that too see they they th this is part of how unfit they are they want so desperately to be accepted into normal society like um like Trump, he wants a Nobel Prize. Nobel, Nobel. Remember the idiots chanting, Nobel, Nobel. But the, it's the, it's like the story of sour grapes. I didn't want those grapes anyway. They they are so unfit, but yet they are so they understand how inadequate they are that they need all um, all kinds of re um, you know they need validation from the from the things that they pretend to loathe when they, it's really envy but anyway she uh juneteenth was passed of course candace owens has she has an issue with that and i have to ask who how 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 do people who um are her relatives how do they stand her how do they invite her to Thanksgiving? It's fascinating to me. How? How do they put up? I mean, it's bad enough to share the same country with her, but I, I'm not sure if she actually lives here. Uh, um, I, I'm not sure if I know completely, but I think she might live in the UK with her white husband. Of course, she has a white husband. Um there's something very wrong with her. She clearly hates herself. 
and she found a bunch of suckers. To f- of course, you know, the other day we were talking about that lady, that um, that news, that quote-unquote news lady that um, supposedly exposed what was going on at the local Fox News outlet, and she has a GoFundMe page now because she lost her job, and of course the dupes are funding her, and they're saying, thank you, thank you so much, but th- it proves my point again they are grifters everything is a grift that's why they're all over cameo and figuring out ways to separate people from their money what did trump say even trump himself right he's the biggest grifter of all get don't give money to the republican party give it to me give it to uh, whatever and then he gave his website it's all about the scam they that's why what they hate democracy you see they want to get rid of democracy because it would make it so much easier to steal and democracy gets in the way it gets in the way of their grift that's why they want the american people nice and divided and small and un- and unable to do anything about the the grift and meanwhile because if they really were patriots they wouldn't behave like this they would be um they would be willing to discuss the truth of our founding of our founding fathers of uh, and without being so triggered and so um you know just they, they feel it it just feels goddamn asinine frankly that uh, what else if it, but but if it was only just asinine I might be able to handle it. Otherwise, I mean, really, it's dangerous. It's just damn dangerous. So Candace Owens, well, I'm trying to find the damn, the exact tweet. It, it, it's disgraceful. Wait a minute. She hates, well, already, well, the Republicans themselves are attacking Juneteenth. <sighs> Because, well, the people, we have it too good here in America, right? Too many um, days off, I suppose. That was one of the arguments. Oh, my computer's getting slow for some reason. So she writes... um, Here's... All right, here we go. No, that's not the right thing. The end. I'm trying to scroll up. It just won't move. I'm having a problem with my computer. Come on, computer. We're running out of time. Shut that over. It took all of two years for Democrats to train black Americans to worship criminals like George Floyd beg for violence on the streets via defund the police and celebrate segregation in the form of Black Independence Day. I cannot comprehend that rampant stupidity. How do you hate yourself so much, Candace? She writes, she'll be celebrating... Yeah, every single race has been enslaved at some point in human history. Africans are still enslaved today. 
This is not a holiday. This is more emotional training from Democrats to see ourselves as somehow separate from America. How? How? That's absolute bullshit. It's giving, um, it's acknowledging uh, a, a great injustice and celebrating as a community, as a country, our uh, our step into a more perfect union. So I'm sh- um, I'm not surprised the likes of Candace Owens is confused, but they all are. Segregationist. Where the fuck is it? What the fuck? Computer. Segregationist Joe Biden says Juneteenth is a day in which we will remember the moral stain and the terrible toll that slavery took on our country and it continues to take. More emotional programming for black people that choose to opt into the perpetual victim mentality. That's, it, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's, there's nothing you can say about it. There's what is the perpetual victim mentality? It's acknowledging the 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 hurt and the pain and the reality of our country, and it's part of what what will help us move forward together. So there you go. That's another reason why um, they're against it. This is your daily reminder that immigrants from Africa as well as the Caribbean, are among the most successful ethnic groups in our country. America doesn't discriminate against people based on their skin. Black Americans are just focused on meaninglessness like Juneteenth. Why? How? How is this person real? How does she have any friends or relatives that want to say, hey, Candace, what are you doing on Thanksgiving? Come on over with your white husband. But she's a grifter. Here, Candace Owens, grifter. From newsone.com. Here's an article called Every Receipt Proving That Candace Owens Is a Con Artist. You can make the world a brighter place for yourself and others by donating plasma at CSL Plasma. Did you hear that? It just an ad just exploded in my ear. I don't know if you if it exploded in your ears as well, but it scared the shit out of me. I hate that. There should be a law against pop-up ads. Candace Owens is moving full steam ahead with her weekly foolery and pretentious anti-black outbursts this time taking aim at tennis champion Naomi Osaka. And this is an article called Every Receipt Proving Candace Owens is a Con Artist Who is Following the Money, written by the News One staff. So she's attacking um, Naomi Osaka, saying she's starting to get so annoying. Just quit tennis and become a full-time activist. Another one of these uh, shut-up-and-dribble type criticisms, which is completely racist, of course. How are you so self-loathing? Oh, my God. Um, because, here, you make millions. That th- This argument is so um, base. You make millions and are now complaining again because you think you're special. You're a special snowflake that shouldn't have to do press conferences because of a me- mental abuse. I mean, shut the fuck up. 
Okay. Almost two weeks ago, with her 15 minutes of hateful infamy quickly dwindling, the sunken conservative white supremacist who typically jumps at the chance to spew her anti-black venom has selectively set her spiteful sights on Chrissy Teigen, who has come under fire over cyberbullying that involves a person dying by suicide. As a result, and Owen's despicable, and to Owen's despicable delight, Teigen has lost a series of endorsements, but Owens wants everybody to believe she would be happier if Teigen just apologized. Um, here, there's more, more, more. Here's the receipts. That's what I wanted to get to. These are just her current antics. She's just, I mean, that's a good way to put it, uh, the, to her, her delight. To her, where is it? That's the way Republicans behave in general, to their delight. I was thinking the other day with, uh, with the Republicans, this is how much they hate America. Remember when, for example, the, um, remember when the, the Olympics, this was during Obama, when the United States did not win the, the bid to host the Olympics. And the Republicans applauded. Who does that? Who does that? But traitors, they act like they, uh, when, well, they act, I mean, I was going to say they act like they hate America. What the hell am I saying? Of course they do. They, it's uh, when America loses, they applaud. They're the same as our any 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 enemy. You don't treat something you love like this. So here's some of uh, Candace Owens' favorite, uh, most fav- famous grifts. Owens now calls the NAACP one of the worst groups for Black America. I mean, Black people, even though the organization helped her win a racial discrimination lawsuit. In 2007, she accused some white boys of racially harassing and threatening to kill her. Owens claimed the boys were the son of then-Stanford Mayor Daniel Malloy, Connecticut's first former governor. Because of the NAACP, Owens' family received a settlement of $37,000 from Stanford Public Schools. See, there you go. She, She sued them for racial discrimination. I thought there was no racism here. Scott X. Estale, the Connecticut NAACP president who helped Owens with her lawsuit, was shocked to hear that she had become a conservative. Estale, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, told Mike, M-I-C, we're very saddened and disappointed in her. It seems to me that she's now trying to play to a different type of demographic. He also said the same type of thing of, uh, of Clarence Thomas did, Thomas reaped all the benefits of affirmative action and then tried to roll over it. It's that kind of mentality of end disrespect. In May 2018, BuzzFeed reported that Candace Owens was the CEO of an anti-Trump, liberal-leaning website called Degree 180. Owens wrote in 2015 that it was good news that the Republican Tea Party will eventually die off peacefully in their sleep, we hope. Degree 180... Also talked about Trump's penis size and him being a racist with an immigrant wife. 
the site reportedly shut down by the end of 2016, and Owens magically came out as a conservative on YouTube a few months later. Well, there you go. In 2018, Owens was slithering onto TV stations and finally made it to Fox News. Of course she would, because she's darker pigment and playing conservative. She spit out a line that went viral and made her a darling of pseudo-conservatives. Owens said that the NRA was founded as a civil rights organization that protected black people from the KKK. Can Can you imagine... Can you imagine this woman goes home for Thanksgiving? What happens? Right? How do you sit at the same table with somebody like that? Even the Fox News host said, I've never heard that before. That's so interesting. She never said it. She never heard it before because it's a lie. And there you go. And she said that the Democrats have been good at warping, at wiping away history and rewriting it as she rewrites history. PolitiFact confirmed she lied or is just willfully ignorant, according to the NRA's own website. Dismayed by the lack of marksmanship shown by their troops, Union veterans Colonel William C. Church and General George Wingate formed the National Rifle Association in 1871. The primary goal of the association would be to promote and encourage rifle shooting on a scientific basis. However, her fraudulent comment made made her a media darling. Then she had another lawsuit back in January... Of this year, Owens attacked New York Representative AOC for being fiscally irresponsible because the newly elected congresswoman, and this is an article from last year, couldn't afford an apartment in Washington, D.C. However, reporter Nathan Bernard exposed Owens by posting a lawsuit that showed she rented a $3,500 apartment, lived there for six months, rent-free, and then claimed she got toxic mold sickness so she didn't pay her she didn't pay the rent you know what i mean she's a grifter she's an absolute grifter and threatened to sue her landlord to avoid paying rent so she lived in this apartment a $3,500 a month apartment rent free and then ran and stiffed the landlord and then claimed uh she was sick this is not what the this is what they do this is what conservatives do they're all grifters as for the mold claim a legal analysis i mean analysts told bernard media the obvious question is if the place was so unlivable why stay there for six months rent free why not get out and especially if you can afford an apartment for three three thousand five hundred dollars a month it's not difficult to, to identify toxic mold infestation if you started to exhibit symptoms and seemed re- that seemed related to the infestation. Why not notify a doctor? See, that, we don't have that. Also, why sue a year later after moving out? Well, that's because they were coming for you. There are a lot of questions here that um, ar- ar- arise on first glance. She's going to have to have a, a huge burden of proof at trial. 
social autopsy in the spring of 2016, Owens launched an anti-cyberbullying website called Social Autopsy. She reportedly started a Kickstarter campaign to raise $7,500,000, excuse me. She sure likes money that she doesn't have to work for. CTPost.com described the site as a searchable database of offensive speech found on social media. Owens wanted to expose people who anonymously harassed others online, and which is known as doxing, and is you and is a huge no-no among conservatives. She, I thought doxing was when you get their. Uh, expose people's personal information. She claimed that she got pushback from the left, which is allegedly one of the sparks that lit her conservative fire. However, Quillette reported that it was the right who attacked her while Owens portrayed herself as a victim of leftist persecution. The fact that the initial backlash against social autopsy came mostly from the cultural libertarian opposition. Oh, God, help us, right? Blexit, of course. Her term, Blexit, which got her embarrassed by Kanye West, who implied she used him, is a slogan that was stolen from the black bank black movement. Listen to the actual founder of Blexit explaining how Owens... Is there a lawsuit that you filed? Did her. you have this trademarked? Is there any kind of... Is there any kind of... Uh, that can be remotely punished for co-opting and taking an, an important slogan and movement? Yeah, as you know, um, you know, we, like I mentioned earlier, we were a decentralized movement. We were proud of that. We, we weren't, you know, edging towards <laughs> trademarking or, or anything like that. Um, but because of this and because of the fact that Candace had filed for a trademark for Blexit uh, back in August, we've had to start to, you know, take legal action. And so we've served her with a cease and desist um, as of this morning, and we are we are prepared to take legal action if she doesn't honor that. Um, it's really unfortunate that it has to go in that direction, but you know there's too much at stake at this point to allow um, a movement so important to just be co-opted for political stunts. Is there a lawsuit that you can file? Did you have this trademarked? Is there? She's like all Republicans. Uh, she doesn't have an original thought in her head. That's what they do. That's what Trump did. They don't have any anything they're not innovators they're not uh you know these uh cutting edge business people they're not bringing anything to the table they're just stealing taking people taking people's ideas people who do it better and then they're just uh commodifying whatever they can it's all a grift yep yep so she, so somebody writes, as Candace Owens testifies to a congressional hearing on white supremacy. Can you believe that? This is the Republican Party. That's what they do. They invited Candace Owens to testify on white supremacy. Candace Owens. That, it's all a game to them. It's a scam. If we get closer to becoming a more perfect union, they will call in the Candace Owens of the world. They'll set up a hearing. They'll set up a scam. They will flood the public consciousness, the, the corporate media, with all kinds of bullshit to keep the American people stupid, divided, and thinking that both sides 
are the same. It's both sides. You see, here's Candace. Oh, she's a conservative. See, both sides. There's she's crying about why both sides don't like white supremacy. See, both sides, both sides. It's so r- unbelievable. If it wasn't um, actually happening, I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe it. But, I mean, uh, I wish. Uh, I wish. We, I don't know. I was going to say we we need a we need to keep this show. We need the liberal media to keep going and growing. To counteract the likes of Candace Owens. This this is what we are up against. Absolutely. Who is that? Oh, yeah. Dave Chappelle said it perfectly. He had her number. That rotten. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry. Come Candace on. Owen. That rotten bitch. <laughs> That rotten bitch. She's the worst. Yep. She's I the worst. I can't think of a worse way to make money. She's the most articulate idiot I've ever seen in my fucking life. That's right. She's so articulate. She tell you how fucking stupid she is precisely. <laughs> she told George Floyd's rap record on the internet. Oh, he was uh, this. He did that. Right. He was, he's drug addict. He's a drug addict. He's not a hero. And why does the black community make him a hero? Why do you choose him as a hero? We didn't choose him. You did. That's right. They killed him, and that wasn't right, so he's the guy. There you go. Perfect. I mean, that's one of the things Candace Owens said. Why are you choosing him? He's, that's it. We didn't choose him. He was chosen. They were, they, he was killed. So he's the guy. And it wasn't right. But that's what Republicans bring to the table. Nothing but division. Nothing but lies. A, nothing but a scam. Scam after scam after scam. And we have to cut through that scam. We have to cut through the scam, r- correct the record, and... Keep uh, push our elected representatives, the ones that are reachable and pushable, to push them to do do the things we need to do, including get money out of politics. Do these things to make a more perfect union at last, at goddamn last. We have a lot of work to do. I don't know. I'm just wrapping up because I see the time. Thank you. Errol Thomas, for your super chat. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, JD and Richard W. and Errol. And tonight's um, our amazing sponsor, Matt. Matt Maffei. Thank you so much for taking that leap, for going to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and signing up to become a patron. You can do that, too, at any level. And, you know, $2, whatever, a month. Keep the liberal media going and growing. That's what we need. And then we will have a daily show at a set time. That's the goal, guys. To counteract the likes of friggin' Candace Owens? Are you kidding me? Don't you think we need that? 
we're going to be, we're, we will be done. We need the liberal media, and this is it. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, and we will win. They know that. If we stick together. Thank you for being my producers and my supporters and keeping the show going and growing. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you very soon. All right, guys, guys, guys. Unreal, right? I can't take them. Candace Owens. CJ Pearson, Diamond and Silk, all of the those human shields. All of them. And the corporate media. I mean, the corporate media is the absolute worst. So thank you for supporting the show to keep so keep us going and we can correct the record. We need to get to the point where, <laughs> you know, Willie Geist is sitting on YouTube saying, please become a patron and we're doing a daily show at a set time. That's how we'll know we're on the right track. You guys are great. Thank you so much. I got to hang it up to get the show prepped for progressive voices. That's a whole other to do, but let's hope, um, maybe we'll do a show on Monday. We need to do more shows. That's the bottom line. So, someone become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We'll definitely have a show on Monday. If we get a patron, if we don't get a patron, we might have a show. It depends on my mood and other factors. All right, my friends. And you remember to join us on our discord page. You can join the discord community to stay in touch between shows so what else what else oh that's about it all right i mean there's always some more stuff to say but we got we got a lot of work to do guys we do don't you think but at least we're in it together at least we have each other my friends my friends listen up Thank you so much for hanging out. Men remember what I say. We will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. I know, cat-free night tonight. Where the heck are they? Tara Jr.'s over there. Ray's over there. Francis is... Let me see if I can get him. Francis! 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 Gotta sound sweeter. Francis! Where's Francis? Where's my Francis? Francis? Tara Jr.? We'll take you. No? He's not moving now. Ray? Ray, Ray. You fucking believe this shit. Nobody's coming over. All right, guys. 
I will see you all very soon. Why am I whispering?